Peace, diehards. What's up, man? This is your boy, Iru, the Any Star, host of this Dianics podcast. We got State of the New York Knicks coming in the building right here, as you can see at the bottom of the screen. We obviously are going to be talking about the days of events here. Uh, let's pull up this little thing, little um, thumbnail I made here. We got McCullum, we got Bill, we got cousins to talk about. Like I said, you can see me and I'm um, staying in the middle there. But um, it is what it is, man. We're going to get busy, start talking. So without further ado, let's bring my man State up in here. What's good, State? How's it going with you? Yo, what's up, bro? I totally forgot about CJ McCullum. That's what's so crazy. We could talk about him, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how we do. We're going to talk about everything, man. But um, you know, you call me to arms, man. I, I Normally, right now, I would be like in my second dream right now, trying to get ready for tomorrow <laughs> and shit. You know, you know, I seen a report for um, Stephen Bondi today. And it spoke about how World Wide West is working behind the scenes and he's trying to get Bradley Bill to force a trade to the Knicks. And then I hear the Michael K show. And you know, the Michael K show, they're very critical. But, you know, one of the guys was talking about the trade and he's like, basically, you know, to get Bradley Bill, you got to trade Mitchell Robinson, you got to trade RJ Barry, you got to trade first round pick. Now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're asking for a little too much. I don't want to get Carmelo Anthony part two. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not going to listen. So now I, I give it back to you. <laughs> Who on this roster would you like to save <laughs> from this purge? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, I, I want to say I got Stephen Bondi blocked on Twitter. And, and I got um your, your, your boy, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the guy you said that was on... um. Yeah, what's the other guy you mentioned? Oh, Mark Berman. Oh no, My Michael oh. K. Michael K. I got oh, Michael K. K. Blocked, and I got Stephen Bonnie blocked on Twitter, man. I don't want to hear what they got to say. You know what I'm saying? Is like two two guys that are that are um, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You, you get the picture. I blocked them because I don't want to see what they got to say. But um, you know, I get it, man. You know, I, I don't. We don't need reports from from these guys to let us know the World Wide West is is um working behind the scenes. Because I mean, ta-da, we hired him like how many months ago? You know what I'm saying? So you know, you know, we already know World Wide West is doing whatever he's been doing this whole like last 30 years or so right we we're just talking about that like what the hell was he doing like the last 30 years and stuff but somehow here he is he's like one of the most powerful guys in basketball <laughs> yeah but you know anyway like to answer your question man like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna like negotiate you don't negotiate be like all right, all right listen man we're gonna negotiate for this house all right cool uh i'll give you i'll give you all my life savings and, and you know everything that i got and my car and my kids i'll sign everything on the lease they give me please give me this house what do you think you know that you don't start like that, you know. What I'm saying you, you start like, like uh, uh, this house. Okay, you want me to buy the house? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, fix the front steps. You know, to the way I like it, and uh, maybe change the doorknobs, and you know, paint the paint the ceiling in the bathroom. Uh, stupid shit like that. You tell them stupid stuff like that, and if they agree to it, then they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, we got uh, um, Tony Crow almost to get up in here. I'll, I'll send I'll send Tony an invite too, man. <laughs> yeah, tell Tony Crow to pull up, man. Yeah, you got you got me. We got crazy state here, so we got to get somebody to um be the voice of reason of that. So I, I'll I'll um hit up Mr. Um Mr. Tony. Yeah, so I mean you know that's that's what I, that's how I feel about it, man. We we can't just give up all of our um our assets, you know, without without even getting a good negotiation. Like, how do we know for sure what what on um, the other teams want? Like, we assume that they're gonna want all of our best players, but did we talk to them yet? You know, um like for like for um for instance um Washington. 
you know, Washington is kind of stuck with Beal or whatever. It's like either, either you're going to keep Beal and work with, um, you know, Russell Westbrook and stuff like that and build that way. You know, that's up to you guys. If you want to do that, then that's up to you. You know, but but if you want to get rid of Beal, you know, don't look for us to give you no bag. You know oh. what I'm saying? That, that's the thing. I, I don't want to give none of these guys no bag. Now, here's when you meet the crossroads. <laughs> and, and, and things start getting a little dicey. Because if if World Wide West is pushing for Bill and Leon Rose drafted Obi, but then Leon Rose didn't draft RJ. So now it's like so now things is getting dicey. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. now I gotta hope to God that Scott Perry, <laughs> a guy who's the villain, who was named the villain, I gotta hope to God that he's the the same person in this situation <laughs> that, that well, that's what i'm looking for what but that's the thing though like like um you know we, that, that's an, that's really like an assumption like you you uh like uh you, you assume that these guys okay i drafted them so i'm not going to trade them well i drafted this guy i'm not going to trade that guy the thing is like everybody's supposed to be in it for the championship so it doesn't matter who drafted who you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i mean like obi obi we drafted obi but we found out today from um from that uh you know jj reddick podcast that um that they called you know, World Wide West and these guys called um, Julius Randle and asked him what kind of coach he wanted. So if you ask him, Julius Randle, what kind of coach he wants to be on be on the team, that means that we they had no intentions to, to trade Julius Randle. They just picked up Obi Toppin as an asset. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they thought that it could work. You know, maybe that's why they have Obi Toppin playing a lot of um, perimeter style of basketball, that type mm -hmm. of thing. You know, so uh, maybe maybe they, they thought that um they can um they can like you know double down on that bully ball stuff and bring Obi Obi in here to be a three or maybe just come off the bench. I don't know what their plans are, but um you know we just we just can't we, we just can't assume that um you know that that guys are just gonna be you know holding tight to their draft picks and not gonna want to trade them and stuff like that. You know, nah, that's a fact. I'm so I'm gonna assume that the first two pieces that's out the door in a bill trade is Knox and Frank. So then, then that's when the conundrum happens because you're going to give up Obi or you're going to give up Randy. Randall's having an all-star caliber season. You're going to have to pay Randall $28 million. Obi, he ain't produced not a goddamn thing. And he's on a four-year rookie scale deal. So it's so many narratives to, you know, unravel. I just I'm glad I'm not the person that's behind the scenes that got to deal with that because that's a lot on the plate. I, I don't even know what the hell is going to happen, but it, I'm I'm not trading our first round pick from this year. I, I I don't think I would do that either, and I don't yep. think I would give up quickly. Nah, to me to me I feel like we can't get rid of none of those guys, man. Like I I, I feel like we, we have to set the table. We have to be like, okay, listen, um, to trade let's say let's say to trade Bill. The trade Bill or the trade um what's the other guy Drummond or they they basically make the same amount of money right so to trade them we got to give up um you know base this is the base we got to give up um Frank uh Knox and um and Rivers that's the base right there without any draft picks that's how the money goes because the Knicks are already under the cap fourteen million so you add that up so that's the base so we got to hit them with that this is what we want to give you for this player of course they're gonna be like hell no or fucking you know what I'm saying you got to give us something else then that's a new negotiation. Now the, now the thing is we um you know we do have these draft picks so they, they can ask for what they want to ask for they can go crazy too so listen we want all your draft picks for the future 
Oh, and then we just go back and forth like that. But the thing, like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like next year, we got two first round draft picks. So you know, I'm not, I'm not trading both. They can have one. You know, I kind of want to keep the Dallas pick. You know, obviously because um they they're in the worst, you know, situation. You know, as far as like um getting into the playoffs and stuff like that. So I'd rather keep Dallas pick. So they can take our pick this year. All right, we can't trade um back to back picks. So then that next year we also got two picks. See that that's that's hindsight. You know, what I'm saying that they they made that deal with the with the um, intention that um you know to have them spaced out like that because you can't trade you know multiple you know picks back to back like that so that comes in handy because we could trade that 2021 pick um maybe our pick and then trade Dallas's pick in 2003 excuse me 2023 that's two right there and if they want to get greedy they can ask for the next one so we maybe we can give um you know depending depending on how we work it maybe get 2024 pick or even a 22 pick but we we just would have to um maybe give up give up two Dallas picks and then give our two um 22 picks that's three picks but that's for for Beal you know but you give those picks because you don't want to give up quickly you don't want to give up RJ you don't want to give up those guys so then you have to give up the picks if you don't want to give the give up the picks then you got to give up RJ and then we got Obi too so Obi could be that guy that we give up instead of RJ and quickly that's what I'm thinking you know what I'm saying? Because we, we're negotiating. You're not going to just tell me that you give me a whole roster. That's not how it's going down. And then, you know, Leon Rose is a ma- is a master uh, of this game. So you're not going to beat Leon Rose at his own game. And World Wide West got, got shooters, you know what I'm saying, down in, down in the in the, in the the LES ready to come up to the garden and do something. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, as far as Bradley Bill is concerned, I just hope I just hope they don't give up too much. Like, I'll get Roy Hachimura. You're like, give me a young piece from them. Like, don't don't just get him Knox, Frank, all this. Don't give him everything and, and, and not get no uh, at least a young piece in Bill in return. At least. What, well, I mean, what what is Knox and Frank doing for us now, though? And if we get Bill, if we was to get Bill in this deal, what is Knox and Frank and Frank doing doing for us? With Beal here, they're not gonna. Neither one of those guys gonna play, especially Frank. If Beal is here, I mean, if they take Alec Burks, Frank, not Frank will play. It, no, no, Alec Burks and Bullock. You gotta be realistic. Alec Burke and Bullock, those two bums is gonna get minutes. So yeah, Frank ain't gonna play. That's what I'm saying. He's not gonna play. He's already not playing now. Because I, I really, I, I don't know what what's up with with Tibbs, but um. He just steadfast, and, and I'm thinking maybe maybe it's just um like just the way that the guys carried themselves because um even Julius Randle was saying that it has to do with like like um just um he, he's saying it's like some of the best teammates that he's ever played with. So there's a little bit more psych- psychological have going on here that these guys are just fighting for each other, and I guess he mm-hmm. feels that you know personality wise, Frank and these guys are just not pulling as hard as some of these other guys are. Yeah, you know Tibbs is a 63 year old man. With no wife, with no kids, <laughs> so, so he's gonna be stuck in his ways, and that's that. You just gonna have to wait and see. I, Knox and Frank ain't playing, so I know they gonna go on the trade. It's just that third piece. Like I, I'm not willing to give up over top. Um, no, not right but, now. But you know, if if we give up Bill, we gotta give up something. So what what would you give up for a Bill for a Bill trade? To me, I, I'm just thinking base. I, I'm only giving them the base. If they want extra, that's up to them. You know, they got to figure that out. But so what, what would you get? Okay. 
so on the Knicks behalf of them putting out a Mitchell Robinson, you know, show today with Obi Toppin, I'm going to exclude them two out of this trade. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just for that reason. Knox so, and Frank is gone. I would, I would trade the 2022 pick. I probably trade that unprotected because I'm gonna assume that 2022 there'll be, you know, a top five seed. Uh, I give up the Dallas 2023 pick. I think I give up. I would pick this year lottery protected, like top five protected. Mm -hmm. uh, man, that should sound like it sound like Isaiah Thomas, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we we got excess though. We got excess um stuff, so we, we can give up guys. It's not gonna be like the the um the mellow trade because we have excess talent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I hear you. It, it sounds cool, but it don't it don't sound like a trade. It don't sound like I should be giving up that much for him. Like if Giannis was on the market, oh, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. <laughs> no, nah, but yo, we. we, we <laughs> Yo, if, if Giannis was, was available and this is the guy we were training for, we'll definitely have to give up half our roster. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I packed their bags for them besides RJ Barrett. <laughs> the rock bah, y'all have a nice <laughs> NBA career, but for that guy, yeah, you do something like that. But it's always a start. You gotta start from somewhere. Like let's say if they make the playoffs this season, you could go in this offseason with 50 million in cap space. Mavericks will probably give you a, uh, a lottery pick. Um, you know, it's one superstar in the market. It's Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if he's going to come here. He probably won't. But Kawhi Leonard also played with Kyle Lowry. I believe Kyle Lowry is a free agent this year. I believe so. Uh, you could probably attract those two. Uh, and then you attract those two. You could probably attract more veterans. And if you get those two, you could probably then trade. Then you could talk about, okay, trade for Giannis. You go get one of them because you got Kawhi in place. You got RJ in place. You got young pieces. If you trade out uh, some of these dudes, some of these young dudes, you know, you still got Miles Powell in the, um, in the G League. You got guys like that you could bring up. So it's many ways to improve the team, but that's a route I think the Knicks is trying to take. So I think that's why they're trying to win in the short term now. I feel like they're trying to cash out in 2021 free agency. I, I, don't, I don't think tanking is an option right now. For just just from what I'm seeing and the reports, I don't think it's an option. Well, well take a look at this. Um, Joshua Rivera, I got this posted up here. He said the Knicks should wait a year or two until Brooklyn falls apart to start making these moves. So my, this this goes back to the discussion, like, when do we start winning? Because you mentioned the word tanking. We, we're not supposed to be talking about that, right? No. But, I mean, we mentioned the word tanking, right? So tanking, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to lose every year to try to get the highest draft pick and also all this other stuff. And then, like, like um you know, a couple years ago, guys were saying, oh, we got to wait years for, for, for Frank to develop. Oh, we got to wait years for Knox to develop. All right, so we're waiting all these years. When do we start trying to get to, to win anything? You know, we we're just like you know wasting time. It's like this is this is like going to school, not knowing what you wanna uh, what you wanna uh, major in, and then you just keep taking classes, taking classes. Oh, you know, I'm gonna take a semester off. You know, that that way I can save some money and then I could do this. You know what I'm saying? It, it just becomes like, yo, when are you gonna get your degree? When are you gonna pick a major? When are you gonna get a job? When are you moving out of my house? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, when are you gonna start your life? 
you know, so, you know, like, it's, it's just crazy to me, you know, like, like, like people would, um, you know, they, they have short, they have short fuses with, um, when it comes to like, like just basic stuff in life, whatever, but the Knicks, they'll wait forever, you know, for, for them to develop certain guys and stuff, man. Hey, you know, I think you, I, I think you over, I think you go overboard a little bit, just a little bit because you got to bring up David Fisdale and Jeff Corner trash when you, when, you, when you bring up development. I mean, and, but, and then hold on. Yeah. And you got to bring up the Andreas Bargliani trade. So we haven't really had <laughs> a stable environment until this season. So you got to cut them boys some slack, at least. Like, I watched Frank sit half a season for Jared Jack, and we won two meaningless games at the end of the season. Remember when Tim Hardaway Jr. won the game winner? Damn. No call Anthony Towns. Like, little stuff like that aggravates me and i remember stuff like that so it's uh, bro yeah i get it man but hornacek was was um was also handcuffed too they he's a guy that had nothing to do with the triangle and it was asking him to to run the triangle you know he just came off off of um that other crazy dude uh you know from the lakers that, that was here that was um you know sleeping with um barnes um you know ex ex-wife oh, and Derek you know Fisher. yeah Derek fisher we just came off of that Bunch of crazy stuff happened, and then um, what, what you mentioned, Fisdale, Fisdale was a fraud, you know, yeah, from fraud. from day one he was a fraud. He, he, you know, we had three point guards, and he started uh, Treyer and um RJ at the guard spot. Later on, we find out that it was RJ was the one that he wanted to be the point guard, you know, and they didn't even play Treyer anymore. So it's like, you know, we we talking about mental mental midgets with these these different guys and stuff. We were in trouble. We were franchise in trouble. Right now, we're not we're not that. We're not that franchise anymore. And just like like the NBA and sports, it kind of like things pick up. You know, it's almost like mm -hmm. football. Football, like one year you don't know what they're doing. Next thing you know, that same football team that you thought was gonna go on, you know, what wasn't gonna win a game, all of a sudden is in the um is in the uh, freaking Super Bowl. You know, so sports sports moves quick, man. Things happen. Man, being a Nick fan, man, it's tough, man. I, I wish nothing but nothing but the best for the Frank and Knox, but I don't know, man. The writing is on the wall. We need a we need a three. Bad. Like that three position is I'm sick of seeing Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock playing that position. So yeah. slide RJ to the three. I think I think the organization sees RJ as a three. So that's why they're targeting guys like um Bradley Bill and CJ McCullum. But well, what do you what go ahead. I, I would prefer um, CJ McCollum. I think it would be less of a less of a package package to put together to get him instead of Bradley Bill because CJ McCollum is I think he's older and you know he's coming off an injury. So I think I think that'd be easier to obtain than you know uh, Bradley Bill. Yeah, I think you know also too with, with um, Portland they're already kind of just like. Uh, they already winning without CJ, you know, so they could they could see the future. They got a couple guys coming up the pipeline. They got um, you know, I don't have their roster up here, but they, they got two guys over the two young guys that are basically filling that void for for T for CJ whatever. So they could rock with that if they can get anything from us. If they get a, if let's say if they get a Knox, they they have a, a chance to to um you know or they have a slot same way like DSJ has a slot in Detroit. Um, what's the name? Portland has a slot at small forward for Knox to try to do something over there. So that that's that's the leverage that you know not leverage but that's like the like like the chip that we have to kind of like 
sweetie now to get them to give whatever. Because, I mean, no matter what we do, it's going to be the same group of guys that we're going to be sending to any of these guys. Because, you know, like I said, um, CJ, like, like you said, CJ is hurt. You know, and Bradley Beal is in no man's land. Washington doesn't know what the hell they want to do over there. <laughs> you know, so so we we got we got the, to me the Knicks have all the leverage in the world because we don't have to make the deal. Because when it comes down to it, I know we talking about trades and stuff like that. When it comes to that down to that, we could just shut it down and be like, listen, screw all you guys. We got sixty something million in cap space next year, and we got two first round draft picks. So we don't have to make a make a deal. We just trying to see what we can do. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, so you you're more you're more with um, CJ. Um, yeah, um, I think it would be easy to get one, two, CJ, as far as I'm concerned, is a guy that he takes good shots, teammate, you know, you don't hear too much nonsense about CJ McCollum, and plus, CJ McCollum, with RJ Barrett is, that's a great fit. And he's a good fit with uh, Randall because CJ McCullum could play off ball, and I think RJ would be more on ball. And I think CJ McCullum is a guy that could go get you a bucket. Like we don't got a guy when when teams is going on like ten 0 runs. Randall is cool, but he's not the guy that uh, that yo go get me a bucket in the fourth in the playoff game, game three. I want I want CJ with the ball in his hands. You always wanted to guard with the ball in hand, ball in hands. Another example, Giannis. I watched Giannis take a – he took a bullshit <laughs> mid-range jumper, and it looked so terrible. And I, and when I'm watching it, I'm like, damn, Giannis needs a guy like Zach Levine or Bill so bad it, because you need those type of guards who could get their own shot. Late in the fourth quarter, it's 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 always going to be that way. It's been that way in the '80s. It's been that way in, in the '90s. Um, I understand Hakeem won one, but that very next season he got Clyde. I understand Shaq won a couple, but he had Kobe. You know, everybody need a guard. We we, we don't have an in between guard. So CJ, and just like you said, you know Anthony Simmons, uh, they got a couple young boys over there that they could play. They still got Carmelo Anthony, right? I'm, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. But I think we could definitely get CJ for a lesser package than trying to give up the whole shebang for Bill because I'm good on that. Yeah, so what's the starting lineup? What's, the, what's your starting lineup with CJ, CJ McCullough? Well, if we get – if we get uh, let me see. If we get CJ – it's it's basically the same thing. You plug CJ into the small four. Excuse me, the shoot the shooting guard spot next to Alfred. You got to start them together. That that's one thing too. I, I like I like these guys because they're shooters, whatever, and that that just allows um Alfred to just be the defender and opportunistic. If he gets a, a layup online, let him do that type of thing. But but see, you know, getting a CJ or a Bill will take that responsibility of of him being the only guy that can that can really dribble, get a bucket off the dribble outside of Randall. So anyway, you you got to keep that. Basically, you just plug in. You just um taking um Bullock out, moving um RJ to the three, and then you stick in um Beal or McCullum there. You know that that's that's it right there. And then you just roll with the how the um you know the 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 bench guys go. One one guy we haven't talked about yet is um Demarcus Cousins, and um you know I kind of want I want Drummond, 
I kind of want to go that way because I, I feel like, you know, in the offseason, we can get like a dude like Oladipo maybe. That's after we get a drumming. But, you know, you know, since we're not talking about that today, we're talking about um, these guards or whatever. DeMarcus Cousins would be like another like another look, you know, because, um, you know, we have, we have to look at it like this. We get these guys. We, we, we're not just getting we're not getting the name. Derek Rose is not the same guy like he was before. So we're not getting uh, MVP roles. We're getting this roles. So mm -hmm. uh, DeMarcus Cousins is not the, the guy that he was in Sacramento or with the Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? He's a different dude, but he still could shoot that three. You know what I'm saying? He's still a bully down low. He can get rebounds. You know what I'm saying? He could pass the ball. So you put him in spots like that to keep him um, whatever. So the, the, all, those are all things that Mitch can't do. You know, so that's the different look that he gives. Uh, Mitch can still start with um, the way that he's been starting when he gets healthy. He can still start. But um, you bring in DeMarcus Cousins off the bench, that's going to give you that extra look. He could be a trailer, you know, a rose in, um, and quickly running up the court. You know, DeMarcus could be that trailer. Or just, you know, when, when it comes to playoff time, we got somebody that we can give the ball um, to that can actually do something. You know, and then, you know, also, too, like, let's say we play Philly in the first round. We got Now we got extra bigs that can make Embiid uncomfortable, you know, excess in bigs, you know. So you have to think of it that way, you know, leading into the playoffs. So I think I think it was set the table. I, I think I think if we was to get any of those guards like that and then also get, like, a Marcus, the Marcus Cousins, I, think, I don't think any team would want to see us, man. Yo, that – I like that thought process. Um because it aligns with a narrative that I had <laughs> like like three, four months ago. Because I was all in on getting DeMarcus Cousins in the offseason. And my reasoning was, Mitch going to start. I need a guy who is opposite of Mitch. Like a guy who could go get me a bucket. A guy who could space the floor. A guy who's a better passer. Um, you know, and I always thought DeMarcus Cousins was a good fit. I think Nerlens is cool, but I think Nerlens should be situational. I think uh, Taj Gibson should be situational. Um, Taj Gibson should be like our Hudonis Haslam, right? He should be the guy like he's always on the roster. Um, the vet that help he, he holds everybody accountable. Um, so that's that. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. I would I would love Demarcus Cousins to come in. Uh, while Mitch is hurt, I think they should take the opportunity, um, and try to see what they could do. I think Tibbs could fix him. Cousins could come off the bench, or he could start. I know he's shooting bad this season, but I'm not going to be a nerd and look at the percentages because the, you know it's more to basketball than just percentages. I think the analytic boys really like. They, they, they kill the spirit of the game. Um, I, I'm going to give you an example, bro. Last night, you know, Anthony Edwards, he had this crazy dunk. Jamped it on. Boom. Ah. So dumbass Nate Duncan decides to write a tweet like, oh, he had a great dunk, but he was three for seven from the field and he was 30%. Like, like come on, bro. Like, <laughs> they killing the game with that percentage bs like alan iverson would make so many people on twitter look like dummies in today's basketball because he was so inefficient but he was so effective <laughs> so i uh man I, I would love boogie i would love boogie especially against the 76ers or or the nets and no one more example last week 
Dude threw um RJ Barrett, bro. He threw him right on the floor. Like nobody pushed him or nothing. Like Nerlens just looking at him. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on here? Like no goon activity going on. <laughs> so I, I, I need a, I need a, I need another goon in there. So I, I would yeah. love Boogie. Yeah, that's what Boogie would do. See, like Boogie said, Boogie would bully half our roster. I hope so. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? We we need we need to to depussify the the roster. You know what I'm saying? We need to depussify the league. All that, like you said, the analytic guys and all that. Uh, you just got uh, Michael Mitch is also saying that. Um, do you want uh, Boogie in your locker room? That's yeah. a whole other thing. Because I mean, uh, you know that that Randall podcast on on, on JJ Riddick's podcast was great. Because I mean, it, it just gives you like an insight of what's going on. Everybody's on the same page. It seems like. So, I mean, you bring you bring a DeMarcus there. DeMarcus is, is already familiar with Kenny Payne, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So, the, the, all these guys are talking. Excuse me. Um, World Wide West, all, excuse me. All these guys are all talking and stuff like that. So, behind the scenes, I'm quite sure they're all speaking and stuff. So, like, if, if this was to happen, you know, um, you know, there's not a, a situation where we got to fit um, Boogie into the system. Um, Boogie got to fit into what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if, if you want to win, if you want to be successful, you got to fit into what we're doing. So, I, I, think, I think it would be great. And he's an older man now. You know, uh, just just like not not even just five years ago, you know, Derrick Rose was an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Just just like five uh, five, uh, I want to say seven, maybe ten years ago, Melo was an asshole. Before before Melo came to the Knicks, he had that big fight with Nate. Everybody forgets about that. Had that big fight where he slapped um, what's that? What's that dude? Mark, um, uh, Marty Collins. You know what I'm saying? You know, he slapped him. He got suspended all those games and stuff. People people don't even talk about that no more. But, I mean, you know, when it comes to a certain age now, now Melo is like this god amongst Knicks fans and stuff like that. Things change, man. At least you hope. Things change. Dirk Rose is not the same dude he was to get himself involved in the situation he was before. And um, Boogie Cousins, he done got hurt a bunch of times. He's humbled and stuff like that. So you would, you would think that um, that he would be ready for that next step. And also he want to be appreciated too. So these these are different things that, um, that got to come into play too. So, you know, you know, we 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 me and you we, me and you talk basketball all, all day long, all night long and stuff. But it, it's just like you know, the perfect storm has to happen. You know, like you mentioned uh, Shaq and Kobe. How did how did the Lakers even get Shaq? It's like I don't even know how the hell he got there. Then um, you know, they traded Devox for for Kobe. Then like all these other guys that they picked up, they were very important, like Rick Fox and all these different guys that were very important to 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 their runs. They had two runs. They had one run with um with Shaq and Kobe. Then they had another run with Kobe by himself. You know how how did they get a Marcus Saul? All these things were like like chance things that happen. You know what I'm saying? So you know the, um, you know why not us? You know we got Derek Rose. How did we get him? You know uh, Demarcus Cousins. All these different guys. It, it has to be like you know um, Julius Randle out of nowhere became a good player. You know what I'm saying? This is all perfect storm shit. So hopefully that that this is like something that's doing like this, and we can just keep getting this um, stuff on a wave, and then we could really start popping some shit out here, man. I I'm, I can't wait to to do that, man. So, Demarcus Cousins he gets bought out. So now we, so now we diving in the buyout market, and um, he got bought out, or, or no, you just saying that, that that's the agreement? Like they they agree for him to get bought out. Well, okay, I got you. Part ways, so I'm gonna assume that he's gonna get bought out. I got you. Um, so I'm looking at the contracts right now, and I'm looking at guys who might get bought out, and I'm looking at the amount of these contracts. So a couple of names that I see that might get bought out this season. Oof, damn, he made too much. <laughs> God damn. Russ, Wall, Blake Griffin. 
Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with Blake Griffin. He makes a lot of bread, man. He got a lot of money on that contract. Million. Make thirty-five million. Yeah. Um, John Wall make forty-one million. Damn, God damn. Kevin Love, Porzingis. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make me swallow my my teeth, man. <laughs> oh man, Porzingis. Poor guy. Yeah, I see well, Tony. That's a couple of names. Yeah, Tony's throwing around JJ Reddick. What do you think about him? I like JJ Reddick. Um, I don't like the fact that we get more vets on the goddamn roster. I don't like that. You bring me a goddamn young piece like Mo Bamba or something. Damn, like you're going to bring me another goddamn old vet, but whatever. Yeah. Um, JJ yeah. is a good shooter, though. I'll take JJ. Ain't seem like a good. I like JJ because I seen JJ on his podcast and I see him on All of Smoke and he looks like a dude who's just a genuine cool dude. Like he looked like one of those dudes that when I went upstate to college at or at, at Sony Del High, he looked like one of those dudes where I walk in the room and he dad got the bong sitting on the table. And like, yo, bro, you wanna hit, bro? Like he looked like one of those dudes. So <laughs> I, I I could rock with JJ. I could rock with JJ. He 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 seemed cool. We need those type of guys anyway, man. We need those type of uh, locker room guys. As long as we keep the balance, though, like keep me at least six young boys on the roster. Don't 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 just vet me to death, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do me like that. Well, I mean, JJ Red is thirty six years old too, man. He's gonna be thirty seven in June. Thirty seven in June. That's old, man. For when you're talking about like pro basketball players, that's that's freaking old. Damn, yo, I, yo. I know I'm getting old. Oh God. <laughs> I remember when I just had a flashback. I remember when um me and my cousin, he was playing um my cousin lived on 112th and Lennox Avenue in Forster Projects. And he's playing NCAA 2004. Was it 2004? Mm -hmm. Or 2003? It was one of those two. And he had JJ Reddit and I had Paul Millsap. And I think he scored a hundred points with JJ. I scored like 115 with Paul Millsap doing the same spin. It's the same spin move. Like, you couldn't stop it. Mm -hmm. But, damn, I'm old. <laughs> JJ Reddick, 36, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember when he was a kid. Because, I mean, when when um when he was coming up, you know, I can't I – can't, well, I mean, like, say, like, a guy like Marbury. Right? Marbury's, like, two years older than me. So I, I remember when he was coming up. I, I remember going to a high school game. I was in high school, and, and um, you know, Marbury was in high school too. You know, fast forward a little bit. I remember graduating school. I'm in college now, and I remember like these young kids were kind of talking about JJ Reddick. Oh, this kid down JJ Reddick. He's this, that, and the other. You know, you know, I, I was still playing ball at the time. I was like, man, fuck JJ Reddick, man. You know, with this, that. And that's <laughs> a, that's I remember that stuff. But I, I'm talking about a kid that was like, you know, just starting high school and stuff like that. So. It's just interesting, man. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty old too, man. It's, it's a, it's annoying a little bit. <laughs> so when you, when you see guys, let's say like, like a, like a Steph Curry, Steph Curry and Seth Curry. I remember, um, Del Curry sitting them on, on, on his knees and stuff, waving to the camera and stuff like that. When, when I used to watch NBA on, on, um, what NBC or whatever, whatever the hell it was at the time. You know what I'm saying with Steph Curry and whatever. Wow. Yeah. And now they got little babies and, and stuff. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how life is. But yo, if you talk to a Knicks fan, Knicks is like, yo, man, we gotta wait to the to, to Steph and De you know, Steph and Seth Curry get 20 years old, man, and then we can win a championship. You know what I'm saying? 
we got we got to like we got to get off that man i, I want to I, I just want to uh you know seize the opportunity right now we got a little bit of extra capital so i kind of want to i want i kind of want to pull it from this and invest it in something else you know what i'm saying just to to throw that that into the into the conversation so me selfishly regardless of all, any moves that is made this season I want the Knicks to have two draft picks walk through that door <laughs> this whole season. I, I don't care how they do it, <laughs> but I just need two more. I need two more because I need – Emmanuel quickly already – he already rectifies the mistake of Frank Nelikina being picked in 2017, right? Yeah, yeah Brooklyn Belly, give me Mo Bama and J.J., my my friend, you is correct, brother. Um, I definitely want Mo Bamba here. I've been screaming for Mo Bamba past like two, three weeks. Matter of fact, the halftime stream where um Sim brought it up, OG Sim from Nine But Knicks, and he's talking about um yo, what's up with Terrence Ross? You know, Sim with the deep voice, what's up with Terrence Ross? Yo, what? Yeah, what's, up like, Ross? what's up with Terrence Ross? What's up that joint? What's up with that joint right there? <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, Mo Bamba from Harlem, he ain't playing a lot on Orlando Neva. We could do we could do Mo Bamba and, and Terrence Ross for Kevin Knox and um and something else. I don't know what else they'll take, but I'll do that. Send Kevin Knox home and, and, and bring Mo Bamba home. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I, I, I was getting to that, that too. That that's um these are like like sneaky moves that, that you could do. That would that would that would definitely help us out next year and going forward too, man. We like like to me, I feel like this be before this um season is over, this you know the trade deadline, we gotta get something to add to this. And then mm -hmm. then once in the offseason, now we have have a, a picture to, to to show guys, say, listen, we got these guys, we're ready to rock. Do you want to get down? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's that's why I'm so animated because it doesn't it doesn't have to be these guys that we mentioned, it could it could definitely be a, a Terrence Ross type of trade with Mobamba. Look at what we're building here, guys. You know, do you want to be down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be nice, man. That'd be nice. So it, it, it'd be nice to have a, a functional franchise right before I say 2022, because a lot of these current uh superstars and all-stars who's on these big, humongous, dumb contracts is uh about to be coming off the book soon, probably like in 2023, 2024. Mm -hmm. And what place will you go to when you towards the end of your career to try to win a ring? Well, RJ Barrett and the boys. <laughs> you go and come to New York. Yeah. And, and you go and try to win a ring late in your late in your years. I'm I already got Jimmy Butler, Circle 2022. I got him coming for the for the joy ride. Yeah. Um I don't know about Chris Paul, but he might come too. These dudes is all of them is paid. Like all of them, you got your money. Like you made 40 million your last contract. They're gonna accept vet minimums. And we could probably still have cap space to, uh, to get an uh, 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 A-level player. I don't know who that player is, but I guess we'll wait and see. Um, I just hope we don't give up everything for that said player or we wait and get that said player. But you know what? What year did you say? You, you said um, you said uh, Butler is gonna come in. What year? Twenty twenty two. All right, you said twenty twenty two. That's the twenty twenty two off season, right? Mm -hmm. So what do we need Knox for? 
You know what I'm saying? We're going to get Jimmy Butler in 2022. What do we need Knox oh, for? God. You know what I'm saying? What do we need uh, Frank, What do we need Frank for if uh, if uh, Chris Paul is going to come in 23? You get what I'm saying? But, but, but Knox, see, you need a guy. You always need a young wing on the roster. I just think that Knox wasn't well, we're going to draft too. If we don't do nothing, we're going to draft. We might possibly draft too this this offseason coming up. So what we need Knox for? But how are we going to draft two when we trying to give up those two draft picks for Bradley Bill? See, if we do or we don't, we do, we do or we don't. If, if these guys don't want to trade with us, then we got two draft picks. So then brother, why do we need Knox for if, we, if you're already going to get two draft picks already? Brother, so, I mean, if we trade one draft, one draft pick, get rid of Knox uh -huh. and then draft, uh, you know, what's that? Kabunga, whatever his name is. Kamin Kaminja, whatever his name is. Let's say, let's say, let's say if if um like we just in a freaking wave right now, we're going crazy. You know, we went we went and we traded for, for Bradley Bill for the package that we said, whatever, and then we kept our one draft pick that you know, Dallas draft pick, and then now we we won the lottery and we got that that freaking Kaminga guy, whatever his name is. You know, then what? <laughs> then what? You're gonna be butt naked, man. You're gonna be walking around butt naked in the in, in the fucking streets, man. I I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I would call Milwaukee and I will gladly offer that pick for Giannis. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, yo, yo, uh, yo. If yo, Giannis is on the table at any point within the next two years, die hard, pack yo. them kids' bags, bro. Yo, pack everybody's bags besides RJ Barrett. Pack them. I'm packing yo. them. Listen, we 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 already uh, explained how we would get how we would get these guys. Let's say if they accepted the trade, right? Now we are walking out there with Julius Randle, right? We got RJ, we got Mitch, we signed Cousins too. We signed Cousins too. We got uh -huh. um Elfrid still here for now. Then we got um Bradley Beal. We got Rose. We got Quickly, and we got Obi still because I don't I don't know if Obi's gone or not. We got all those all those different guys, right? And and we drafted um Kamin because we won the lottery because we just on this ill wave, right? We got Kamin Kaminga or whatever, like. Um, why why would we package all that stuff to get to get Giannis? We got enough talent on the roster to bust Milwaukee's ass. Why do we need um on Giannis? Nah, nah, it nah, it wouldn't happen that it, it wouldn't happen that way. It would um it would be basically like this, like boom. The only way the Knicks, it's only one path, honestly. The Knicks gonna have to try to get Kawhi to come over here and then you trade for a guy like Giannis of that caliber. I don't think it's possible though. So then it's like if you get Bradley Bill, then you're all first of all, if you get Bradley Bill, he's all in. You're resigning. That's one. Two, if you get a guy like Bradley Bill, you have to make sure that you don't give up everything. Because it's no superstar free agents and free agency in the next few years. Right. Like it's it's none. So you can't give up everything. And three, gotta keep RJ Barrett, man. Gotta keep RJ. Uh, I'm sorry, people. This, despite the sound blasphemous, RJ is untradeable for me. I'm good. I'm good. Everybody else, I can't speak for them. But RJ, that's my boy. I'm nah. I'm good. He he should be here until he retires. That's he should be a, a Nick Lifer. Word. Keep yeah, RJ man. at all costs. That that is fact. <laughs> Keep him if you, at all costs. If you're talking about, um, you know, after we do all that, and then now you're talking about trading for Giannis, RJ got to go in that trade. 
No, no, he don't. No, he don't. Because how we get how we get Giannis? And if we get Giannis, we're not trading for Bill. Like it's one or the other because you can't the assets that you use to give up for Bill, you're not gonna have no more assets now. You get what I'm saying? So you got to get a free agent. Like th this is how the Nets was able to do what they was what they did. They got two free agents in the door, right? And when they got two free big free agents to walk in the door, they used that they used a lot of their assets and got the third guy to come in, which was James Harden. So the Knicks need to do something like that to that extent, so they don't use up all their assets and that's and that said trade, and then they're just boxed in. You don't want to be boxed in for the next few years, and then you just the Orlando Magic. You don't want to be like that, man. So, so, so that's what you want to do. You want to be, you want to do like the Nets. You just want to get assets and then trade everybody for like the biggest stars you can find out there. That's what you want to do. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was called out last night on Uncle Free on on, on Uncle Freezy Pod. Mm -hmm. So the dudes on the pod was like, "So, yo, bro, you wouldn't trade eight first round picks for James Harden, Kyrie, and and and, and Kevin Durant." So I looked at them. I'm like, no. I said, no. They like, oh nah, you capping, you capping, you cap. I'm like, bro, I would do it for 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 three caliber players of that caliber, but not for that three. Like, not for that three. I would give up that for a three like Kawhi, Giannis, and RJ and and, and, and get me somebody else. I would like that. I would not give up eight first round picks for KD. Cause bro, KD joined the 73 and 19. He's soft. His rings don't count. They're fake. He took two years off my life. I don't like him. You got a playoff choke in James Harden who lost me $300 in a bet because he want to go two for eight. Um, no, he went two for 11 in game six playoff goddamn for our five years straight. Then you got Cuckoo Kyrie. I can't trust Kyrie. <laughs> so, so, so since I can't trust Kyrie, no, I wouldn't do it for that big three. So I don't want to do it the way that the Nets did it because that's too risky. Now, if the Knicks got Kawhi, you get Kawhi to walk through that door, and Kawhi be like, yeah, y'all want to play with RJ. I like, I like that kid. Yeah, yo, I like that man you quickly kid, yo. I keep keep that OB kid too. Go get me Giannis though. That's how you that's how you work the market. You gotta get see now. See, that's when you get say, see, Michael, Michael Mitchell. See, now you talking stuff that I like to see. Now Lonzo, Will Barton. Now you go get pickups like that to uh scale out your team because you're making trades like that. Because if you get uh young. Ooh, that'd be nice, man. But, but you know, just just to interrupt what you said, man. I, I don't like the idea of having a star come here and tell us what he wants to do. That's a fact. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like the. I like like how that sounds with Kawhi coming here. Yo, go get me this guy. Then I don't want Kawhi. If Kawhi's gonna come here and talk about y'all, go get me this guy. Go get me that guy. Then that kills everything that we're doing here. Because I, I feel like right now, I feel even though even though we don't do nothing. I feel like you know we, we can get into the playoffs how we are now 
and make the same um, noise. You know, so I, I like I like being top five defense. I like bullying guys the way that we're bullying. You know, say so of course we we would like to improve in certain areas, but I lo- I like the style of basketball that we that we're playing. So um, you know, I would I would love to keep this ball rolling. Let everybody know this is how we're playing. We're not gonna switch up and try to play a different way. This is how we're playing. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to come to us and play with us, then this this is what it is. Tom Thibodeau's the coach. Don't come here saying that yo we want this guy, we want that guy, and now Tim Tom Thibodeau is on a hot seat. You know, just, you know, lame duck coach, just like um, you know, uh, the the freaking um, the Brooklyn Nets. They went and got Steve Nash and all that. You know, I just I don't want, ever want a situation like that because you know, like that, that's what makes me sad about Brooklyn. Because of course I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but I'm from Brooklyn. This is New York, so I want to support a team like that. But I just don't, I just don't like the vibe that they, that they the, the way they went about things. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's not about the team; it's just about them. Because you just you just hear everything about them. You forget about. Um, half of the other roster that that, that they have because like nobody even knows unless you follow the nets really you know they got guys like they they always mentioned the um the the white dude but they got shaman they got a couple other dudes on the roster too nobody knows who their power forward is nobody knows who their center is you know it's it's just weird it's like you know i really don't like that vibe you know yeah that, that's true and audi audi said would i trade uh rj if a team offered me K Cunningham, would I trade K Cunningham? Would I trade RJ Barrett for K Cunningham? No, I would not. I just told you that I would have trade RJ. If my parents, if I had to pick between my parents and RJ, my parents is going. I'm picking RJ. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry. I'm good, bro. I'm I be- not trading RJ, bro. Man, you know Mother's Day is coming soon, man. You gotta, you gotta be careful. I, I know. I know, but she gonna she'll understand. I told her the <laughs> other day. I told her the other day. I said, "Ma, look, ma, I love you, but RJ, you, you gonna have to understand. <laughs> I, yeah. I gotta ride with RJ, man. No, yeah, no man. um, no, no funny. Listen, that Porzingis situation. I'm still a bit salty about it because that's the first time in my lifetime where I've ever seen a um a young player. That caliber go a wall like that, like he went a wall, and I'm like, yo, what's what's wrong with this kid? Like, he we love, yo, we protected him because he was a poor rebounder. He was soft, dude was seven three playing like a shooting guard. We still protected him. We was calling him the 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 white Hakeem. I called him the Great Hope. Right, he was nice, and then he just did that and just ruined his career with the nonsense. His brother coming in there like a Latvian mob boss and, and demanding everything. And nah, man, Dolan was like, nah, man, get this guy out of here, man. I, 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 I'm I, the big dog. Like, I can't let a little dog big dog me. That's when you start. That, that That's why I love Dolan sometimes, man. Dolan, I know he's an asshead, but no, no, he's not an asshead. He, he just act. He's emotional. That's what he you. is. He's very emotional. Right. Well, he's rich. And he's rich as hell. But yeah, mo- most people that are filthy rich, they they um they care too much about what you say about them, you know? That that's a fact. It's all about but, ego. But the one thing I always give to Dolan, Dolan has hired the most minorities in all of sports, not just basketball, all of sports in the past 30 years. No, yeah, 30 years. So no, 20 years since he's been 1999. I'm bugging. 20, 21 years, whatever. So I don't care what nobody say. Dolan going to spend his money. 
He hires minorities. He damn near he hired the first Mexican American. Uh, he got he got a Jewish man on his staff. Man, that man, I, I'm good with him. Dolan hasn't said a word since we since we was about to threaten to go to the garden and and, and park out there and call for his head. And he gave us Phil Jackson and said, "Shut the hell up." So <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm good with Dolan for for right now. Yeah, but what you saying about Kristaps, man? You were saying Hakeem and those different things. That's the reason why he got traded because KP don't got no moves. You know, <laughs> you, you put him out there, he just stand like he he'll score. Like I mean, he scores his points. I get it, but I mean, like he it's not like he gets like you can give KP the ball and say, "Yo, give me twenty three points or whatever." His his thing is mostly like, "Okay, I'm tall." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm gonna get a jump shot. I'm just taller than you. You know what I'm saying? I, if I if I get the lane to the basket, I'm big as hell. I'm a, you can't really stop. Hit like the formal same same way like Giannis is, except that um Giannis has the ability to put the ball on the floor. KP don't got that, you know what I'm saying? So and then also too the writing was on the wall with, with his with his um health and stuff. So that that was um that was really just the basketball guys. Listen, you talking all this shit, but yo your knees is messed up. You ain't got no moves. You ain't trying to get better. So listen, bye. You know and then and then now hindsight, uh Dallas Mavericks instead of making this trade giving us two first round picks, they should have just signed Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? They still would have two draft picks if they sign Julius Randle instead of um, giving us, you know, the farm just for KP. They not in trouble. Yeah, Drew, yo, Scott Perry went in there like a mob boss, stuck him up. <laughs> said, Give me your draft picks, and you gonna take these terrible contracts? He flipped that right into Julius Randle, one of the best value contracts in the NBA right now. And uh, flip Dennis Smith Jr. to Derrick Rose, who's a contributor right now, to a great, uh, to a good-looking bench. Um, yo, he's been good, bro. He, Scott Perry has been masterclass. Porzingis ruined his career by asking for that trade. He yeah, he should have. He should have just kept quiet. Because yeah. I mean, we, we went and drafted RJ, and then we cleaned up the cap space. Right now, he would have been in a, in a better position to, um, you know, to build something good rather than just being like the. You know, they 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 actually trying to trade him out there. You know, they they're part of trade rumors out there. You know, to get rid of um KP and trying to get um you know, uh you know Lucas some help out there because he you know, it, it's okay when when uh when KP is there and he's he and he's healthy and stuff. But day to day they they need more help. You know, what I'm saying so KP is that guy. You know that that that's something too. I, I wanna I wanna keep an eye on that situation. D Dallas might actually try to do something to try to get them some help over there. If they trade Porzingis. Nah, the Knicks gotta the the Knicks gotta win this trade by getting the top five pick. They gotta they they gotta keep on keep hold of that pick. I don't think Dallas going to the playoffs, man. I don't think they're going to the playoffs, man. I I don't know. It's too tough for them. It it it's such a uphill climb. Golden State gotta keep losing. You know, Shaq over here on TNT the other day. He he just made a bet that the Kings is making the playoffs. So I'm gonna just go with Shaq. Uh, well, Houston is bowing out, so they're not making the playoffs. Obviously, yeah, they're embarrassing. It, they re they remind me of the Knicks, Houston Rockets. Not really. Um, I they think got, I think they got the I, Marbury I thing going on with Wall. Well, Wall. No, I think Wall gonna get bought out. I I I don't, I don't know how much. I think they're gonna have to change something in the NBA to where guys, where a team gonna have to pay a guy. 
uh, a big check and you could have him walk away because it's COVID. Because well, it's no point in Wall finishing the whole season there. Let, let's be real. Him, um, <clears throat> PJ Tucker, all those vets, uh, Eric Gordon, it's no point in all of them finishing there. Um, and also the incentive for the Rockets is to tank. Because I think they pick, if it's not in the top three or in the top four, I think they don't keep their pick. So that's tough. That's tough. I think that was that call by management. Like, yo, 11 and 17, y'all winning too much, man. <laughs> I, think they, <laughs> I think they made that call. You see what the Timberwolves did? Management, They remember they did that trade with Andrew Wiggins and right. uh, Bordillo. So now they pick. If it, it drops out of the top three, it's unprotected. They don't get their pick. They say, nah, D-Lo, you don't have to fake an injury, champ. <laughs> yeah, man, but that, that's why I compared them to the Knicks because the Knicks were just in that situation where we got all this cap, we almost capped out, and we got no chance to get better. We got draft picks already get, given away because we made a stupid trade before. You know, so that that's, that's the exact same um, place that we were in just, like, not too long ago, man. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that's my thing. I don't want to get back to that that again, man. That, that's, that's why... You know, like the the whole thing is, we, we we just need to get better. You know, we have to expedite this. We got enough enough um talent and um and capital, and we just we just kind of just kind of figure it out, man. Try to get better. So yeah, I mean, like you know, at this moment right now, what 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 do you want the Knicks to do? Because I mean, we got a month. We got about a month for the trade deadline. Um, give me another week. Yeah, you got to give me you got to give me till March. I need I need at least until the first week of March because. I want to see what they do these next few games because it's going to it's going to tell a lot about the season these next few games. Um, yeah, I need I need another week. I need another week to in order to see because I, I got to see them make it to at least five hundred for me to feel confident about any type of trade of, of Bill Caliber, Zach Levine. For for me to feel confident about any of that, they got to be at least five hundred. Not don't just sell me the false hope of a rebuild. Then you go out, yo man. We just gave four first round picks for Bradley Bill in a dream, and thirty four points per game. Yeah, Nick fans, I don't want that shit. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I got we you. Did that with Melo, man. <laughs> I got you, man. But we still like in like sixth spot right now for the for the playoffs. Oh. Or whatever it is, whatever it is right now. The East is terrible, man. The the East is terrible. I I don't, I I don't. Giannis made a freaking big mistake, man. I'm still mad he signed that contract, man. He could have been a Nick, man. Ah, Too bad. That's the thing. Nobody wants to be a Nick until we, until we can show that we can do something. And and like, like it's like also too. You, you, you just, you just said there's nobody like free. So if you're gonna get a player, we gotta trade for him. There's nobody. Else, there's nobody in the free agency market to get. You know, um, oh even Kawhi and all these guys, they're they're on um, player options. So Kawhi can stay in the Clippers. You yeah, know, yeah. it's tough. It, you know, it's, it's tough, in there. Man. Like I think the first person that's available, I think is Oladipo. He's the only one that's like you know restricted. Then after Oladipo, I, I think it's um, what's the what's the other dude from um from Toronto? Uh, Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry's the next one. So I mean, like th- these are the best free agents 
in the market for next year. So that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if we make this trade to get to get a star, that's one way to get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, instead of um signing a guy. Yeah, because I think DeMar DeRozan will go. He's going to go home. He's going to go to L.A. Um, Kyle Lowry. Eh, it depends. Kawhi might stay. So now you're looking down the list. It's like, yeah, you don't really want none of those guys. And the next free agency, I think that got any type of player that the Knicks will look at is 2024, uh, 2025. That's four years from now. Um, Julius Randle will be 30 years old. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Obi Toppin will be will be what? Um 36? I mean it's gonna be 26. Not 30. No, 36. I yeah. thought more like 42. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you never know, man. They think you know, it, you know, sports, your life comes at you in sports. You know, uh, Obi Toppin could, could make a move, and next thing you know, he's out for the year. And oh, then, don't, oh, don't do knock on. Yeah, me. I don't want to yeah, scratch. <laughs> I don't want to put that out there, but I mean that could happen to anybody though. Yeah, it can. You know, that can happen to anybody. Okay. And, and and 19 con man NY NYC 84. Nobody big come in. Yo, bro, yes, I man. agree with you. And don't yo, I, don't don't agree. I don't agree, agree to, that. to that. Don't agree no, with him. Nah, I the, agree the, the, with the thing him, is, yeah. the thing is, as as a fan, you um by putting it out there, oh, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do this, we're not gonna do that. Then then don't expect nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna keep saying like, "Yo, oh no, we ain't gonna trade for that guy. Oh, we ain't gonna sign that guy. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that." If we ain't gonna do it, then then why are you here? Why are you? You know, no, no disrespect to necessarily to you, my, my, my man. I'm just saying, like that's what fans do. Now we ain't getting him. Oh, this is gonna be the same old Knicks, just like uh when, when we had Kiki Vandeweghe. You know, same old Knicks back in the days when we when we when we had like whatever. You know, like Drone whatever James. from the '60s, Jerome James, all these different guys. You know what I'm saying? Then, then you deserve every last one of them because every time something happens, you'd be like, yo, um, nah, we ain't getting that. Knicks ain't doing that. We ain't making the playoffs. Then, yo, why are you here? Why are you here? It's fair, yo. It's fair. When it's when you fair. go, it's fair. It's the, when you... power, it's the power of word. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like you, you, you have your podcast. I have my podcast. It's all we're talking about the Knicks. If, if it wasn't for us talking about the Knicks, um, we would have to deal with um Max Kellerman and those guys. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, you know what I'm saying? That, that that's the negativity that's been bringing us contributing to, to this um bullshit that we've been dealing with right now because of us coming up talking about the Knicks and stuff. We're bringing up the positivity. So anybody that's talking ne- negative, like yo, Knicks ain't gonna do that, Knicks ain't gonna do that, Knicks ain't gonna do that, then yo, man, take that somewhere else. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear it. You know, like the, the Knicks might not do it. Okay, cool, but, but you know, but at least let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know, don't just be like, nah, man, Knicks ain't gonna do nothing. Like, whatever, man. I don't want to hear it. I think I think the guy that was brought here to answer Nick fans who think like that, sometimes I think like that a little bit, to be honest with you, because of what I've been through with the Knicks. But nah, man. James Dolan hired World Wide West to answer fans like that. <laughs> to yo, go what? get a guy behind the scenes. Yo, man, yo. Come to the Knicks, man. You know, you my boy, man. 20 years. You know, that favorite back in 84, I threw you that little girl, that little <laughs> prostitute. It's time now. So, you know, I think Mike Woodson, uh, World Wide West, Kenny Payne, Johnny O, I think um, behind the scenes, that's what they was hired for, to go get us a guy. Um, yeah. To go get a trade to happen that's... Equal for equal value for both teams. 
where we don't look like we're getting hold again because Denver hold us. <laughs> they, they 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 screwed us. They bamboozled us. They they man, that mellow trade was brutal. He gave up four four starters, uh, multiple first round picks, and, and then because of the mellow trade, stupid Phil Jackson say, "Oh well, I think Andreas Bogliani reminds me of Paul Gasol." So he trades for Bogliani, and you know, uh but, but, but oh, check, check this out, man. Check this out. Like, you know, we all go through stuff in life, right? Let's say I'm, I'm dating a girl or whatever. And I, I think, you know, she, this, oh, this is wifey, this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, I'm saying this is wifey. One of my boys is looking at the bitch like this, like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> meanwhile, you know, next thing you know, they, they, like, he's smashing my girl out. I have no no idea about it because I never experienced it before. So now now that I experienced it with this chick, now I'm going to say, yo, like, all women are like that. I'm never going to get a girl. I'm never going to uh, marry no no girl, I'm never gonna give a girl my heart. I'm never gonna spend no money on no girl and this that, and the other. You know, what I'm no, you gotta think about it. You were the one that was so naive that was sleeping with the with the neighborhood um um you know whore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were the one that was sleeping with the neighborhood whore. That was a life lesson you needed to learn. So once you learned it, now like sometime throughout in the future, you gotta freaking learn um how to how to navigate yourself as as a person trying to get you know a female or whatever you, what you want. You gotta be able to navigate through all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you're not gonna like um blame something that somebody that you was dating when you were 16 and you're still talking about the same shit when you were 42. It's like, yo, man, somewhere along the line, you gotta like you gotta like come through, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't just like yeah. like like just still talking about something that happened in the 60s, you know, because that yo know, Spike Lee pisses me off, man. And I and I just annoys me also that people keep referencing him. Well, I want to know what Spike Lee gotta say. Yo, Spike Lee is still talking about I was dead in 1969 and when the Knicks won the first championship when Willis Reed walked through the door I was there like yo do you know how long ago that was that was like 40 years ago 50 Spike, years ago man Spike, Spike Lee better stop his nonsense and, and good looking Kevin um Kevin Bergen um Bogdani was was traded under um Grunwald was he who's that yeah um the Andres Bagliani trade, he said yeah. it wasn't underfilled. Yeah, you. I think you're right. That definitely wasn't underfilled. I believe you're right. It was probably that, that was still a Steve Mills deal. Steve Mills, I think, had had oh um, my the God, final save with that. Mills. Oh, Steve Mills. Oh, now nah, shout out to Steve Mills. We could we could, we could spit on his grave, <laughs> whatever his Nick grave. He ain't, he ain't dead. He's not dead though. He didn't die. He didn't die. I, I'm He's still alive. Nick Grave. The Nick oh, Grave. Oh, the Nick Grave. Okay. Yeah, like, damn, we are ready, ready to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> man. When I heard that 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 uh little news come out when he wanted to trade for D Lo, he was giving up first round picks and all that. I know yeah. James Dolan probably woke up, see that, drunk some coffee, say, yo, yo, Steve Mills, come to my office, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know a couple of people that work around the garden and stuff, and they were saying that that he legit was like monologuing in there and pissed off, like, I'm, you know, you're gonna fire me. He was like that type of shit in the office, man, because it, it to, to him it was a shock when they when they fired him. So he was like embarrassed and he was monologuing, he didn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I heard, man, from a from a couple of people that 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 work behind the scenes and stuff. <laughs> I can believe it too. And he talks like this, like, oh, you gonna fire me? You gonna fire me? A black man, he walking there, he got his coffee, his good suit on. Dolan yeah. just like, you know, I gotta fire you, man. But you mean you gotta fire me, man? It's 18 years. 
Remember, we've been here 20 now, years. The, lo- the voice got to be lower, though. Voice got to be more high-pitched, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get to that pitch where he be at, man, where the way he talks. Oh, man. Yo. Yeah, I want to apologize to everybody that maybe just popping in now and hearing me yell and stuff. I get excited, man. That's why, you know, I'm the diehard Knicks podcast, man. I just be bugging sometimes. Because, you know, it's just the same. I just don't want to hear the same old thing, bro. So, Lil Tweaky White. Um, y'all pro bill to let RJ go and picks go, brother. I don't know if you just tuned in, brother. I just said that if I had to choose between my parents and RJ Barrett, <laughs> you said it my again. parents will have to go. Oh my god, and RJ Barrett will be staying. And mama stay, he don't mean that. Mama, mama stay, he don't mean I, that. I, I don't mean that, but I, nah, man, she gotta go too, man. <laughs> Not for no RJ, man. Not for no RJ, man. Oh I'm my sorry, God. man. It's, it's over for that, man. RJ's the highest pick of my lifetime. It's quiet. Yeah. I'm not trading him. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I like hanging out with you, man. It's good. Good talk. To, good to talk next with stuff. A lot of people are saying that, that we that we need to do this more often. Me, me, and you just chop it up every once in a while. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I got these lovely headphones. Um. I got this microphone. See, I wanted to 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 fix it up today, but um, yeah, it's like a whole bunch of whatever. So I'm gonna yeah. fix it. I'm gonna fix it up tonight when I get a chance to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, yo, bro. We we definitely gonna do more of these, bro. Definitely. Well, well, you know, you got that mailbag thing you wanted to do. We could always still do that, but you know, we we just get in and how we how we um how we get it in, man. I want to shoot. I I want I want to shoot for a mailbag. Um, next week towards the end of the month because I want to see if this Bradley Bill rumors. I want to see if everything get juicier <laughs> before we get, before this mailbag because I know people gonna have specific questions. It's crazy. It's crazy too. Oh, what is that? Come available best for you. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. I I I feel you, bro. I feel you, but I'm good, bro. I'm not training RJ, bro. Uh, shout out, shout out to Hadouken, man. He, he's in in one of um one of the group chats that we in, man. We be having, we were having, we had an eventful day today, man. A couple of freaking arguments bust out. So good, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you know, I, I think I think we're gonna be gonna cut it out, man, because I I gotta I gotta I gotta actually gotta get up at three. <laughs> thank you, oh, thank you, State. You know what I'm saying? Oh my fault, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I just want to shout out to everybody on just watching that they found this link on Twitter and stuff. Everybody on Twitter, you know, you know, State is absolutely out of his mind on, on Twitter, man. You're freaking crazy as, as I don't know what, man. But it's a lot, a lot of conversations to get that go on on there. You know, it's all, you know, every, some people get a little bit too too crazy, a little too personal and stuff, man. But it's it's all fun, man. We all talking about something that don't mean that. What, what's the thing? They don't mean nothing, man. This don't mean nothing. Look at this. This is this is an illusion. Oh, I got both my young boys, my boy uh, RJ. <laughs> And my boy Frank Nilakina, who might not be a, a Nick anymore soon, so you know I'm sad about that, man. But, you know, yeah, let me, Leo. I gotta let you get out of here, man. I know it's it's damn near 11:30. Yeah, you need to get some sleep, bro. Yeah, it's You're getting like close to freezy tired. territory. Well, yeah, freezy about to start in another 15 minutes, man. So we gotta we gotta let everybody get their coffee together so they can be up for like the next 12 hours talking to freezy over there. Yeah, I have yet to get on that show. I just like I said, I just can't do it because of the time restraints and stuff like that. But one day you might see me on there, and um, you know, hopefully, I hopefully I, my energy is high enough where I can go on my go on my <laughs> evil rants, you know, whatever, you know. 
you're gonna need a good cup of coffee for that, man. Yeah. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to everybody here, man. We got um got a bunch of guys here. This is actually one of my guys here. This is the that's uh the the left hand of God right there. <laughs> my man CTA Frank. <laughs> Uh, like I said, Hadouken, uh, my man, 19xCon, you know, I, I was just shouting just now, you know, don't, don't, um, don't take it personally. I'm just talking in general. Yeah, man, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. At one point, it was like 40-something people in here. Everybody was chatting, too, so that's good. Thanks, thank everybody for, for tuning in, bro. Yeah, man, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, man. My God, Dahard, man, I appreciate you bringing me on the pod once again, man, talking. Once I seen that World Wide West stuff today, I said, nah, you, we got to do a pod today. It was, it was over. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I had to talk about it real quick. But hey, I, I'm going to definitely let you get out of here. Um, everybody, you know, my Instagram, my, my Twitter is the same. S-N-Y-K pod. Um, State of the new Y1 pod. Uh, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google, ever. Uh, everything, man. Stitcher. I know Adaha. I know you got the, the, the graphic. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. There it goes. Yeah, man. It's everywhere. Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Player, FM, Apple Pie, Amazon, whatever, whatever. You can find me on there as well. State of the New York Knicks podcast. But Die Hard, please get some rest. Yeah, I'll try, man. I'll try. (laughs) Thank you, you, bro. Nick Nation, salute to y'all, man. Peace. Peace, man. We out of here.